Get the coolest mesh online at mesh.alfred.vip. How far will the most corrupt president in history go to keep Republicans from winning back the White House? Meet the cast of unscrupulous accomplices he's assembled to get Trump. Alvin Bragg, the radical liberal New York prosecutor who refuses to prosecute violent criminals. Jack Smith, who's made a career persecuting innocent Republican officials. Letitia James, the socialist who ran on the promise, I'll go after Trump. And Biden's newest lackey, Atlanta DA, Fonnie Willis. So incompetent, on her watch, violent crimes have exploded. So tainted, Willis was thrown off one case for trying to prosecute a political opponent. So corrupt, Willis got caught hiding a relationship with a gang member she was prosecuting. So dishonest, Willis was accused of creating a fake subpoena. Welcome to the Fraud Squad. <laughs> it's an interesting uh, But as humorous as it may seem, you know, the sad part is that it's also very true. The kinds of people that Joe Biden has assembled and the fact that he has introduced, you know, the Biden administration and it's not necessarily him but the deep state behind him that he works for that just straight up hires criminals to go after their political opponent on trumped up charges, you know, it's crazy, no point intended. And you can see the kinds of scrupulous individuals, the kind of criminals that are going after Trump, you know, these judges. All these guys sponsored by the Soros Foundation or one leftist organization or the other. They do not prosecute crime. They allow criminals, especially when the criminal skin is dark. If this criminal is dark skin, they allow they allow it, you know. So it has created a situation where New York is just a hellhole. Chicago is just a hellhole. Los Angeles, California is just a hellhole. And you know, it's unfortunate. But that being said, let me also um, show you something else, you know. Let's also check this other video out. Because these guys Just in case you were a little confused about how the justice system works and who the laws apply to, last year, Hunter Biden blew off a congressional subpoena. Hunter Biden, the president's son, he decided he didn't want to testify before Congress and he didn't. No, it shoots. Hunter Biden can blow off the law, can do whatever. But Trump, you know, even though he's a former president, all the immunities, all of that does not apply. And they're going after him full force. And it goes to show you something I've always said. You know, you have to be wise and understand seats of power and know something very important. I've always said that it's better to be in Bill Gates' position than to sit in the Oval Office. You know, not because of Bill Gates' wealth, but because of Bill Gates' position. You have to understand positions of power and what power is to begin with. Power is the retained ability to cause change. For example, as a parent, you have power over your kids. You can tell your kids, don't go out, you know, stay in, you know, you're on the coffee, you know, go to your room. You have that power. You know, when your kid goes over a certain age, you no longer have that power. The state you are in, or the city you are in, the governor or the mayor may have the power to put everybody in a coffee. Nobody goes out after this time. 
you know so you have to understand what power is the fact that the person may use that power or may not use it is not the issue the issue is that the person has it the retained ability to cause change to influence other people's behavior to influence factors outside of you yourself you know so you have to understand that and know that this world even though it was created by god it has been given to man so it is run by men in different places that all have power and jurisdictions you know and there are sometimes paths could overlap and some people are more powerful than others but nobody is totally powerful over everything and that is also you know that brings into um the situation where there is supposed to be a system of checks and balances you know in the government so um in a democracy no gov no president can be all powerful like a monarch you know so there's that checks and balances system that is supposed to be there you know to create that balance of power so nobody is infinitely powerful like a monarch however there are unelected positions positions like klaus schwab's with the world economic forum you know positions like bill gates with the bill and melinda gates foundation the ability to to basically put everybody on lockdown you know and give sell people a vax you know all these kinds of stuff the the ability to control politics tell politicians what to do like the the world economic forum where they invite world leaders and presidents and tell the presidents what to do and the presidents go to their various con- countries and do it and when you have the money and the power and the and and the access because it's not only about money Elon Musk is the richest man in the world, but he doesn't have the power over presidents and prime ministers the way that Klaus Schwarz does. So you have to understand what power is. It is not about money, you know. Money alone is not enough, you know. But money is important. But you you have to understand: Do you have that ability to cause that change? You know. So in the case of um, George Soros, what he has done with America that he has personally funded he personally funded BLM personally funded a lot of attorneys you know a lot of district attorneys a lot of mayors you know that was his money that pushed them so he used his money to push people that would do his bidding so he's kind of like the godfather of all these politicians telling these politicians what to do and it's all part of you know his vision that is in league with the vision of the Rockefeller Foundation and the World Economic Forum. So these guys, you know, when they have that kind of power cartel that is legal. In other words, they can't, you can't bring them before a court of law and say because of this 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 you are going to jail. They have done it the legal way. You know, they actually write the laws. You know, they have bought the people that write the laws and they are actually running. So that is more powerful than the President Trump. President Trump is running for president. Let's say that President Trump as he becomes president, he changes America. For how long? He only has 4 years. After those 4 years, he goes back and then the previous plan of the um the globalists of those who are behind by those who are be, who are behind and are still behind Obama, you know, those people, you know, the, the deep states, you know, the source, their plan will go back into effect. That is even if if Trump were to succeed and change things around his whatever change or improvement he brings will only last for years you know since we go back to how Jesus wants it so you have to understand what is more important to build is it more important to become the president of America 
or to influence who is the president of America? Or is it more important to become the George Soros of America or to become the Klaus Schwab's of the world? To influence, be able to influence all the heads of states. Call them together at your conference and say in the name of climate change or humanitarian this and that and you instruct them or give them outlines on what to do and then they go to their um, different countries and do what you told them to do. Which is more powerful? Which should, should one strive for? A president does not have power compared to a Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation or a World Economic Forum and to all these other guys who have created networks like a Hydra type of thing where they can in league, you know, like look at Hollywood where all of them are leftists. How is it? If you are right wing, you are not going to get a job. If you do not support the LGBT, you are not going to get a job. It's, it's orchestrated. You know, it shouldn't be. You know, so it is not, don't think of it as, oh, it's fairness and everybody has a heart. Or everybody, you know, that the LGBT is a positive thing and everybody has a heart and they are supposed to something positive. No. First of all, that is not, um, um, having a heart is not greenlighting LGBT behavior. But let us assume that it was. The people in Hollywood are not about having hearts. They are about advancing their careers. So the fact that it is all pro-LGBT or you go home, you are not allowed in Hollywood, it shows that somebody has created a system where you have to push this and that political belief. Otherwise, you are kicked out. It's just like the situation where they are talking about um, African-American stars being forced to wear a dress. There are some people who are dismissing it. But understand, look at Celine Dion. Why is Celine Dion paid by a Pepsi or, or a Coca-Cola or, or, you know, millions of dollars, 50 million, 20 million, just to hold a bottle of Pepsi or, or Coke? Why is Beyonce paid, uh, you know, all these uh, principles or whatever, you know, why are they paid these millions just to do an ad with Coca-Cola or Pepsi? Because they know that even though it's just an ad, people see that association. We make people buy it. That is the, the, the thing. It, 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 people, um, it, there are a lot of weak-minded people and a lot of people who, because a celebrity wears his sneakers or has his name on his sneakers, they buy the sneakers for the exorbitant price. Even though it may co the cost of making a Nike may be something like two cents in China, you know when you look at it on a balance sheet, the cost may be two cents, but it will be selling in America for $2,000 per sneaker, you know. But because a celebrity's name on it, that, it, it, it has given it that value in the minds of people. People are willing to go about it. Now, what happens in a situation where a celebrity is pro-LGBT? That is now an ideology that a lot of people, a lot of all these also weak-minded people will be like, oh, I have to be this. I have to have this ideology. Oh, this and this and this celebrities, anti-Trump or pro-Democrat or, or pro-Satanists, you know. So, it inspires a lot of people to aspire to it. There's there's a reason why they are pushing Little Nax X. There's a reason why they are pushing satanic and demonic rituals in, you know, the music videos. They know what they are doing. Because they are, it, it is now, it, it is the same power that is, that um, makes somebody to see a celebrity drinking a, a, a bottle of Coca-Cola 
that is not even healthy you know uh, you can do you can see a lot of experiments on youtube that have been done with coca-cola to prove how un unhealthy and coca-cola and you know all, most of these soft drinks are but people will see their favorite celebrity with it and the company keep in mind the company is not giving away this money to beyonce to advertise or selling Dion to advertise out of the goodness of their hearts it's a business so they have seen on paper that ah before we gave Celine Dion this to, to advertise this Coca-Cola, this is what our sales were. But when we gave Celine Dion, you know, a bottle of Coca-Cola to make this ad, this is how much our sales increased. It's so increased that it justifies them giving Celine Dion, a greedy company that just wants to make money, it justifies them giving her as much as 50 million or 20 million for, for just one ad. So imagine what is reflected on the sales now also take that and imagine in the case of um, ideologies how what is the influence of his, of celebrities saying i have this ideology i have this belief system you know i have this anti-god ideology i have this pro-lgbt pro-leftist this pro-satanic ideology imagine the impact it's having on on, on making many people follow that you know, but because most of these measurements and metrics are not publicized when it comes to the ideologies that the celebrities they are pushing, you know, it is how it is um, changed the ideologies of the susceptible youth. You know, the fact that that metric is not made public, you know, many people don't, you know, are not aware of the reality of it, but it is something that is done intentionally. They have to. Then this year, January 2024, he showed up at a congressional hearing, but then a member of Congress appeared to speak, and Hunter Biden, as an expression of contempt for that member and for Congress itself, just walked out. What happened to Hunter Biden? Well, he's still selling his childish artwork for hundreds of thousands of dollars a piece to Democratic donors who are reaping the benefits of that. You can be certain that will donation to the Hunter Biden Lifestyle Fund. So that's Hunter Biden's experience of our justice system. Now, Peter Navarro, who is a college professor for years and not especially political, wound up in the Trump administration as a trade official trying to narrow the trade gap between the United States and China. He got caught up for reasons that were never clear in the January 6th committee, the fake partisan committee run effectively by Dick Cheney's daughter that we now know did nothing to bring the truth to light about January 6th, but abetted a cover-up of what actually happened that day. And yes, it was a setup. And that's not a conspiracy theory. That's an obvious conclusion based on the now-emerged facts. So Peter Navarro did not testify before that, quote, committee. What happened to him? Well, Peter Navarro was just sentenced to four months in prison for that dastardly act, defying a congressional subpoena by the fake committee. Okay. So you would think in a functioning country where people had a commitment not just to party but to principle and in living together peacefully, maybe for the next hundred years or so, people would be standing up for Peter Navarro. No! Here's one of the dumbest people ever to serve the United States Senate, Claire McCaskill of Missouri, celebrating that sentence on MSNBC. Watch. Well, uh, you know... It, it... MSNBC just evil. It's just Satan's broadcasting on, on steroids you know Satan's news broadcasting on, on steroids 
as a person, I wish it was four years instead of four months. Um, but it is always heartening to see the system work and to see. What about Hunter Biden? Why wasn't the same, you know, punishment meted out to him? Or why don't this lady suggest, you know, Hunter gets the same treatment? Hunter has done way worse. Biden has done way worse when it comes to the crimes that he has committed. Someone who has worn a suit and tie to work forever and has been in the halls of power be held accountable for refusing. You know, I wish more people had been charged with contempt of Congress. Um, I understand why. Does that include Hunter Biden? He also snubs, you know, Congress. You know, he he also did did the same thing on a on a worse scale, but because it's. You know, a Democrat, you know, it's um, Biden's son, you know. The left are loyal to their little leftist courts. Why they weren't? But Congress has to work on oversight. He should do four years in prison. Four years until he's dead. Remember they told us that female leaders are going to be more compassionate and empathetic and kinder? A lot of them turned out to be bloodthirsty and punitive. Maybe we should reassess that assumption. <laughs> That's funny and true. In any case, um, this video has gone quite long. Make sure you sh like and subscribe and check out Alfredo's VIP. Also, join the Bible Club on uh, on BibleClub.Alfredo.VIP. God bless you. Say this prayer audibly if you've not given your heart to Jesus Christ. Dear God, I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came, died, and was raised from the dead to save me. I confess Him, Lord, over my life and ask you to give me your Holy Spirit to live within me. I receive your Spirit by faith and thank you for I am now born again. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, congratulations. You are now a Christian. Go to alfred.vip and get resources that will help you with your work with God.